0: People, people, yeah, people everybody <laughs> in the
1: booth can tell my SMQBs episode one thirty people two. People and I got one number for you coming from bison here in Washington DC. That number is one point two million dollars. Do you know what that is? Hmm. That is the amount. In sale so far of the prime twenty-one gold sunglasses
2: oh, offered
1: yeah. by Blenders Eyewear. Wow! Over the weekend, hold 1. on, I need 2. to write that down. Yeah, <laughs> one These will look great on you, Rooster. One point two million in sales
0: over the weekend. House, what's your one number from Billy? My number is zero. Zero is the number of DeAndre Swift, who the Eagles picked up in the offseason and is now now. Oh, sorry, Milk. Did you let him go? Uh, He's now a top three running back in the NFL running for 178 yards last week. Incredible. Incredible. I
2: I claimed him on waivers, Milk. I tried to get him for our game just to really screw you, but it wouldn't go through. You
0: can't. I don't
3: think I immediately didn't try to get him again. I'm like, (laughs) I can't get him to the 20th. This sucks. (laughs)
1: Brewster, what's your one number coming
3: from Richmond?
2: my My number is fifteen. Fifteen yard penalty against this the safety from Colorado State. What was what is his name? Um, Henry Blackburn. He should have been kicked out of that game for that cheap shot on uh, Hunter, that Travis Hunter that wound up lacerating his liver. I don't understand why he wasn't a 15 yard penalty. Doesn't even come close to deterring that kind of behavior. They were, they were clearly head hunting for the best guy on the field. And it's a damn shame that they got away with it. Now, having said that Henry Blackburn and his family are receiving threats, uh, apparently, and that's just wrong and people need to get a life. I mean, it's just football.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: Milk, give us a number from Tampa.
3: Well, it involves Tampa. I'm going to go with six. That is the line in the Eagles-Bucks game next week.
0: Oh!
3: Eagles minus six. Uh, big, heavy favorites. So, you know, we'll just be lucky to hang with them.
1: That's right. <laughs> Let's pay. to here. join
3: the We Hung With The Eagles club. <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> let's get to it.
1: House NFL, right? Uh guys,
0: we're I mean, down we're down I, Pope, so we are we, you know Oh good, so we don't have to talk, talk anything. Here. We don't have to talk anything about to Dallas. Talk center, the cowboys? Right?
2: Yeah. Oh, no man. Alabama, no cowboys. Oh no, we should walk, No, Alabama. we're gonna talk we'll about Bama. Talk we. Alabama. Yeah, we we'll
0: will.
3: talk Alabama
0: for the last time though. All right, I got a whole bunch of questions for this week, but I, I got to start with this. Uh what the f is going on with Joe
2: Burrow? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, right, milk. That's
0: he's your
3: guy. Got, he's got to be hurt. He's got to be
2: hurt. Yeah, he's right? not. He's, he was not he's, ready to start this season,
3: and he re-injured himself Sunday, yeah. right?
2: Yeah, remember I said I had that. I had a calf injury like that once, and the thing just never goes away. It just keeps coming back. That's it's already happened to him after two games yeah uh, this, this burrow
0: jamar chase collapse is i mean the 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 charger you know we we'll talk I'm sure about the 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 class of 2020 quarterbacks and how it's been kind of up and down the chargers when you think about it lost a couple of close games and i don't think we're seeing justin herbert like Regressing, I think he still looks like a good quarterback with a horrible uh, coach with with a, a bad coach, but the Burrow thing through two games, it better be an injury because this is th- they got real problems in Cincinnati, which which of those two teams do you guys think is still going to make the playoffs it, or both the Bengals and Chargers Bengals Bengals.
1: We've seen this <laughs> before
0: from them. Yeah, I, I yeah. think they've started
1: slow and yeah. In the past, including I, I think they if made the not... playoffs going zero two one year. Yeah, they
2: did. They did.
3: If there if there's a legitimate injury that has now gotten worse since Sunday, it's hard to go with Cincy. If we saw this in the preseason without Joe Burrow, they are horrific.
1: I agree with that. I, I'm. You're right. Injury aside, I yep. think the, the Bengals yeah. are in better shape. But you're right. If Burrow is actually really injured,
0: then. I mean, the Chargers have a better chance. Who's their backup yeah, it's quarterback now?
2: I think, it he? Might, I think it might be Andy Dalton or something like that. Yeah. yeah. He's no, back. He's not back on that no. team, is No, he? he's not. No, he's not. But I, I actually think they should bench Burrow wow. for at least one or two games and let him recover from this because it's, they're going to have to turn it on in the second half to make the playoffs.
3: Uh, apparently, it's Jake, Jake Browning.
1: Browning.
2: Jake Browning. Who the Browning. hell
0: is
3: that? Never heard of him. Where did he play?
0: Uh, Walmart. Paint Isle. Oh, no, Washington. God. He's mm. a rookie. Oh I, kinda oh, I kind of remember him. Oh, Washington? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I kind of yeah. remember him. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. He was supposed to be way better than, and then he kind of faded. Like, he was supposed to come out of college a year before and he would have been drafted higher, and then I, I think he didn't have as good of a season as last year there. Anyway... Which one of you guys were the ones that was like present of the Jordan Love fan club? Me. Are you still there? Yeah. I think
2: he's ready. You do? Yeah. I think he's, you know, he's, he's basically a rookie, so he's not going to have game after game of, of greatness, but he looked solid week one and he's got the tools week two. They slipped a little uh, lost lost to Atlanta. I mean, who was it? Atlanta? They, you know, who pre- would have predicted that, but. I think he still. I think he has the tools to be a good quarterback.
3: I, I think the Bears are a very bad team.
0: The I mean, Bears are a really bad team, I, um, and I and I think both Bison and I were the ones who were like, "What is the deal I, with this Justin Field stuff?" Yeah, yeah. Well, I, because he had a decent fantasy season last year. Come on, he stinks. I saw oh, Ohio State. Ohio bad. State quarterbacks are o oh, for forever in the NFL. Yeah. You know who else isn't good? The Raiders.
2: Right.
1: right. Yeah. The Raiders with Jim, are bad. Jimmy, with Jimmy G,
2: yeah. not good. That was predictable. Yeah. I'll tell you what I didn't predict. I don't think many did. Is that Trevor Lawrence and the Jags are terrible this year mm-hmm. so far. Mm-hmm. They They're... scored nine points yesterday. Yeah, yeah that, that one... was but I, and I thought
1: their defense played well. I mean, I think if you hold the Chiefs to 17, um, that's pretty good. So I think their defense is okay. Their defense seemed to be flying all over the place. But question, what's going on with the
0: Chiefs? Well, the Chiefs were number one in a must-win situation, literally a must-win situation after week one. They played week one without Travis Kelsey. They got him back. He scores a touchdown in week two. They're playing on the road at a, I think it was a rematch of the championship game against the Jags. So it's, it's a real team that they're playing. Um, I think it was maybe Rooster who said this last week, but what we're watching right now for many teams is preseason. They did not play. They did not play preseason games, maybe a drive for most of the elite stars, And what we're seeing now is their preseason. And I think once they get their preseason games of one, two, three behind them, you'll see the the usual magic from most of these guys, including Mahomes. I think what we're seeing is the Chiefs preseason. And, you know, both the Chiefs and the Jags are one and one. Uh, The Jags lost the Super Bowl champ. The Chiefs had to win. They scraped by. I, I think the more interesting thing is the Chiefs lost in week one to the Lions, who, wow. I mean, the Seahawks go in there, and I know they're okay, but well, but before I mean, uh,
1: wait a minute. Talking two, two weeks ago, we were saying Seattle was going to be good, right?
2: I right. mean, and, and some, I think they are good. I think they're a good team. People were saying,
1: I think the thing about the Chiefs, I don't want to leave that yet. They're, I think they're missing Bienemy. The I think there's a real That's question cool. there about yeah. not having Eric Bienemy. Around. That's a fair point.
2: Yeah, that because, is a fair point. especially Look given the dynamic Washington offense these days, huh?
1: Well, at least yeah. I mean, listen, we put up 35 points. I think it's the first time in like six years we put up 35 points. So, uh, I thought I mean, for sure
3: you're going to lose when the Hail Mary hit. By the way, well, I means,
1: mean, listen, so I felt Washington. like we. I thought for sure we were going to lose when it was 21 to three with nine and a half to go in the second quarter. So, I mean, it was. It was a weird game, but very weird. But very weird game. Washington does have weapons and can move the ball and score points, and and that's you know I think a lot of that is beyond me. I think he's a good coach, a good coordinator.
0: So, you guys will remember my championship fantasy football run last year. That one of the things that propelled me. I blocked it out.
2: Did uh, you win? Uh, Did you win that? Huh. Did You win. Last uh, year? I don't remember that at all. Actually, I don't remember. That. I don't remember you. Well, winning. One things I
0: one of the things that propelled me to victory was picking up late-season Jarek McKinnon, who was like a great find off the waiver wire. I think Eric Bieniemy is going to start using the Washington running back sometimes in a McKinnon type role. There was a there was an explosive play that was basically a little dump pass to Brian Robinson yesterday that was. It, I mean, you saw the play run a hundred times last year out of the, it's a simple, straightforward play, but it's not something that you were consistently seeing from the Washington offense last year. He's definitely an upgrade. He knows the talent that he has on this offense and he's using it and he's playing to the player strengths. He's distributing the ball. And I'm not saying, you know, that. Howell has to be like a guy just that drives the bus because I think he has to be more than that. But I think he's at least a bus driver. I'm not I'm not ready to like put him on a pedestal and say he's one of the top 10. And But he, he knows how to manage a football game. Uh, he certainly did yesterday.
1: Look, he's playing well. I mean, he played well. It's it's you know, it's his third game um, as a you know, starting in the NFL. Uh, but I think I think we're about to see that team go to two to one two and one when Buffalo comes into town this weekend. So uh, yeah. that'll, that'll be an interesting test. To, to see. Are they, are Although, they
2: playing uh, Antonio Gibson and Robinson together at all? Not really. Gibson has a fumbling
1: problem. He only got a couple, a couple touches yesterday hmm. um, because he fumbled in the red zone against Arizona. And, and that ain't cool. Right. So, uh, you know, he,
0: he's a better he receiver. A he
1: is. And he, and he ran some
0: uh, screenplays that picked up, Big yards. So. so guess who is the Chiefs offensive coordinator that replaced the enemy? That offensive juggernaut that was coaching the Bears for four years, Matt Nagy. Oh, Matt Nagy. Oh, That's God. right. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so There's, there's your that. answer. There's your hey. answer about the Chiefs. How do you read yeah.
3: these retreads? What are you doing? Ugh. Right?
2: How about instead of just talking about negatives, who's your surprise good team this year? Like better than you expected. Good. Well,
0: I mean, I mean Commander started on. two and zero, and I guess we have to talk about milk. I mean, how is Baker Mayfield and that ragtag of a team two and zero?
1: Milk, how, <laughs> how is <laughs> it? Milk, it's how, time to how, bake.
3: Well, I it's
0: who've you beaten me. so far,
3: milk? Exactly right. Like we've been The Vikings two, are a good two? team. The Vikings are a two. good team.
0: Their own, too. their own, yeah. I mean, they lost the. They, they have a terrible defense, but Cousins throws. He's put up a lot of yards so far this year.
3: I told House a couple of weeks ago that I wasn't buying into this. Look, we were the victims of Tom Brady leaving, so your first instinct is like, "Well, they have to be terrible now." But we we have a lot of players on that team. The defense is pretty much intact. You saw it yesterday, again. yeah. Shack is back, like. It's not a five win team. I'm not saying they're gonna win 10 games, but I have them at eight, eight wins, something around that, which would be better than what the experts think. They're 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 okay. I mean, I don't I don't trust Baker Mayfield. I remember when FitzMagic started us, started us off at two and and I think we ended the season like five and eleven or five and twelve. So
1: I think I, I, I think we'll if see. you're talking about if you're talking about exciting, you know, surprise teams. They were they were goodish last year, but Miami,
2: Miami, right? Exactly. The
1: Dolphins look like
2: the class of the AFC, right? Now. They're t- they're a top five team in the NFL right now, I think. Yeah, yeah.
3: they're so loaded on offense. I mean, I
2: you, think you have the great. Bills, you have the Bills ahead of them, perhaps. At two is great.
0: I think Mostert is below average. You know, Waddle is, I think, in the concussion protocol now. Yeah, of course uh, he is
2: because I drafted him.
0: <laughs> I, I I I think they're there. I think they're there. Um, and will definitely compete for the AFC. But I'm not sold as them being like going to the Super Bowl. Yes, top top ten team, top five. I'm not so sure about. By the way, the Saints win tonight over the Panthers, you have three teams in the disgustingly bad NFC South that are two and zero. So, make sense yeah. of that? Yeah, no, no.
3: Yeah. We're, we're only two weeks in.
0: Do you, milk? Do you believe in the Falcons?
3: I don't know. I mean, no, I don't. <laughs> Again, who who they beat the Panthers, right? Okay, I they beat, suck.
2: And and the Packers.
3: And I'm yeah, not this, buying into the Packers. I'm I mean, not... this it's too. It's still too early. It's all, like. Hal said we're in the preseason still.
2: We're in the it's, preseason. That's true. But, but uh, only eight teams out of 32 are two and zero, and three of them are the bucks, the Falcons and the commanders that would, that's not something we would have predicted. Yeah. All could lose next week. Yeah. So.
0: Right. Let's ask the question I put in the text. And uh, this is at least 50% legitimately asked were
2: the Cardinals throwing that game to the Giants no way no, no way nope. <laughs> the Cardinals are a notoriously Whoa. fast starting team and then they they fade every year right remember when they were nine and0 and we we're all like oh the Cardinals are a great team and then they lost like
0: was wasn't that game 28 to seven at one I point,
2: think it was, was it 28 zero? I don't
0: know if it was uh, that,
1: no, you're right. It wasn't. It
2: was. They were. They
0: were. Seven. They were it up twenty-one. 20
2: the Giants scored twenty-four unanswered points.
0: Yeah, they were oh. up twenty to nothing
2: at halftime. Okay, yeah. you're not supposed
0: to blow twenty-point leads, and then they got up to twenty-eight-seven in the middle of the third quarter and lost that game because maybe they want Caleb Williams.
2: Well, why were they playing so hard in the first six quarters of the of the season then? I mean, they balled it out uh, for four quarters in the game one and then for two in game two. Well, are you did...
0: suggesting wait, are you suggesting clicked with the Giants? Wait, wait, did they ball out in Washington, Bison? They,
2: they played as hard as they can play. They're not a good they team. They played hard. Yeah, they're not a good team. They played hard. The thing is, the Giants are not the team that sucked ass for six quarters to start the season. They're not that bad. They're just not. They've had a bunch of injuries. Things, some weird things, haven't worked out right. Andrew Thomas wasn't starting. They were adjusting to Pert playing left tackle, and he's not even good enough to play right tackle. Um, their their offensive line is like a sieve right now, so they had to adjust. and the, And they finally it finally clicked. They're a better team than the Cardinals. I,
1: I think Dan, Daniel Jones is a fraud. And all I don't right. believe, and I don't believe, <laughs> I don't believe at all in the Giants. Um, but I the thing about the NFL is, it's really hard to tank because guys go out there, and and there's so much pride. I mean, it's it's a it's a physical fight. I mean, football is a fight. It's not the NBA where you just lollygag and you don't cut hard and you don't, you know, you don't play defense. I mean, these guys, if they don't play hard. You get punched in the mouth. I mean, that's literally what happened. So, it's pretty hard to
2: tank in the NFL. I think.
3: Wow. These guys two. are playing
2: for pride. They've, I'll tell you what: if we had long. lost to the Cardinals, I would have been all in favor of tanking, <laughs> <laughs> or for an offensive lineman.
3: And I would have been releasing Daniel Jones for my fantasy team.
2: Yes, and maybe right? I'd
3: keep him another keep him another week.
2: me let,
0: let me say this about the NFC Beast. All, the NFC runs through that division. Uh, they're playing very well. Um, the Giants, eh, their last eight games last year were not very good. Their first six quarters were a little scary. So I think Pope can enjoy the first four games of going 4 0 against the Giants, the Jets, the Cardinals, and the Patriots. But, you know, welcome back to the real world in week five when you play at the 49ers and that team smokes you. Um, So we'll see we'll see Dallas through through four weeks that we say it every year on this pod that the the path to victory for the NFL teams is partly in large part injury avoidance. You know, how lucky can you get to avoid the key injuries that can decimate your team? The Giants are good. They just lost Saquon for three weeks. And he's the engine that drives that offense in many ways.
1: Is that right? He's out three weeks. Yes. I hadn't heard that yet. Okay.
0: Yeah. So Saquon's out three weeks. The Eagles squeaked by in that game because they had a a patchwork secondary and they're dealing with injuries. They just lost one of their starting quarterbacks for the full season to a torn pec. So, you know, if you have a key player on your team that has a serious injury injury, that's you know weeks long or season long, it could change the whole whole dynamic of the whole season. And so it's early yet. We'll see how the injury bug catches teams. I guess we haven't really lost a quarterback yet, right? So Well, far, I the, don't
3: know. Well, we don't, don't know about have Burrow. Someone,
0: don't you hold on, don't you have someone to
3: apologize to, House? Maybe I do an injury have... yesterday that happened to a quarterback.
2: Oh. <laughs> well,
3: yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna say you jinxed them, but hey, before you get there, though, let me just them.
2: say, watch out for Matt Breida. Take that to the bank.
3: <laughs> okay. Well.
2: Well, wait. Yeah, to... I
3: mean, let's
1: let's go back to the Giants for a second because if, <laughs> if Saquon if Saquon's out three weeks, I mean, that's at San Francisco, loss. Home against Seattle, loss. At Miami, loss. I mean, the Not Giants trading. are staring at one and four.
3: I'm never starting Daniel Jones again. That
1: was <laughs> it. hard, to, hard to come back. I mean, nice. yeah, Daniel Jones have a rough, rough Holy game f- at San yeah. Francisco without
3: Saquon. You can have him, Rooster. I'm putting him on the waiver wire. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: right. owe an apology. I, I, I'm a superstitious person. We can affect people just with our own texts. And I was crowing about. All the people that mocked me for selecting Anthony Richardson as my fantasy quarterback, thinking that he wasn't capable, he ran out and scored 17 fantasy points in the first quarter. So I started pounding on my chest how great how great Anthony Richardson was, and then and then got a little little blurb across the bottom of my screen that Anthony Richardson was out in the, in the concussion protocol. And-
3: Within I mean, I, like 20 minutes of your text. Oh, I
0: think it was way. like 20 seconds of the text. <laughs> yeah, oh, right. and,
2: and tell tell the listeners who your backup quarterback was after the draft.
0: <laughs> it was Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <Oops>. oh, god. <laughs> but guess interested. what? I got guess what? I got Matt Staff. And yeah. he's he's found a, a, a rebirth.
3: If you'd like to trade for Daniel <laughs> Jones, I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Maybe we'll talk. (laughs)
2: right. I have Dak Dak on my on my bench. Oh. He looked okay yesterday.
3: He's they're a defensive team.
2: Yeah. Yes, correct.
3: Hope's gonna win our fantasy league because he has the Cowboys defense.
0: Well, and because he has (laughs) because he has Devontae Smith and Jalen Hurts, too. Yeah. Oh yeah. So annoying. All right. What else on
1: NFL? Anything else on NFL? I think before we get to our locks.
0: I think that's pretty much it on the NFL. Um, but there was a really, really good in Plaxico, really good Plaxico locks week. Um, oh, so let me, let me tell you just how good. Oh um, God, no, it's not. Well, you had an issue, didn't you? I did. Let's see. Issue. In week two, let me find my little notes here. In week two, the SMQBs went four and one, fellas. Yeah, baby. We are not last year's Plaxco lock pickers. Um, Milk did take the Lions minus six, and so he dropped to one and one. But uh, Pope got back in the win column with the win taking Cowboys minus three and a half. So he's at one and one. Bison took the commanders who covered plus three and a half on the road. He's at one and one. But someone's going to have to keep up with Rooster in house because Rooster took the Chiefs minus three. He moved to two and O house took the dolphins minus two and a half. He moved to two and O. So here we are in week three. We already have a pick on the board. Um, Pope can't join us, but he has taken Seattle minus four and a half, uh, at home. They are playing. Who was that again? Carolina, Carolina. Mm. So that's a good Pope, pick. I don't,
1: even, I don't even see a line on that game right now on the Wait, score. Four and a half.
0: I don't we, see a line. We verify that in a backup on CBS Sports behind score. Interesting. God, I would bet the
3: house on the Seahawks. Well, you,
2: that just turned me off.
3: Yeah, you're never yeah. very good better. <laughs> <laughs> so that he wasn't he way... wasn't willing
2: to go with the Cowboys at 12 and a Girl, half. In Seattle? Okay. I don't know. What? Something's weird there. Brewster,
0: Uh. are you ready with yours?
2: I am also taking Seattle. Okay. That's going to be interesting.
0: All right. Bison? I'm taking
2: the Cowboys. 12 and a half, right? 12 and a half. That was my second choice. I think they're going to cover that. Yeah, they'll cover minus 12
0: and a half on the road. Mm, that's
2: always dangerous.
0: Um, wait, who took Bison? You took the Cowboys? Yep, I'm not um, happy about it. I'm not happy about right. it. Milk,
3: hey, I well, before the Seattle game, I really liked uh Frisco now that i know that saquon's out
2: um yeah how about the rams to... plus six and a half at cincinnati with no joe burrow i gotta, I gotta go with seattle yeah
3: it's just too Thanks. tempting but i but i like i like san fran they are a
0: very good football team
2: how about baltimore at home against the colts that's
0: where I am, Rooster. That's that's my pick for this week. I think we may not see Anthony Richardson this week. Um, I think with the don't concussion do protocol, it. I think don't they're go- I do think-
3: it, Gardner Minshew. Don't do it.
0: <laughs> he is a very talented quarterback, <laughs> but the Ravens really haven't put up a show yet. So I'm going to go with the Ravens minus seven and a half. Well, you guys oh, will my-
1: pay for that. <laughs> oh boy. There you have it. Oh, boy.
0: We're done with the NFL. So
2: so we got House with the Ravens minus seven and a half. Yep. We got
0: Milk, Rooster, and Pope with Seattle minus four and a half. That's interesting. Good job, guys. And we got Bison with the Cowboys minus 12 and a half. Mm. And we are done with the NFL for this week. Milk. Let's talk a little college
1: football. I feel like you have something you probably want to get off your chest.
3: I think I like to get off my chest. I didn't make last week's pod, but I did listen to it and I recall, I think it was Pope. So oh, it was Pope. I think it, was know, Pope.
1: it was Pope. Like, it was definitely Pope.
3: It was Tennessee's gonna beat that ass. Is that did I get that right? <laughs> no,
1: I think it was <laughs> yeah. bitch slap. Oh. Bitch slap.
3: Oh bitch slap. okay. Okay. Um, I just want to say uh Pope, holy shit, were you wrong? That's the oh. worst take I've ever heard in my entire life. Uh, the complete opposite happened. We actually bitch slapped Tennessee. There was no oh. Dixieland delight playing in Knoxville on Saturday night, they got their ass kicked. And they still have not won since the early 2000s in Gainesville. The streak is alive. Billy Napier is off my uh, hot list, at least for a week or two. Uh, huge win for the Gators and uh, just a very unfortunate loss for Tennessee fans. And they'll go back to doing whatever they do in Knoxville as their season is over. Um, when was see, the last time is-
1: Tennessee was relevant?
3: they were kind of relevant last year when they beat Alabama. Well, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's kind of, they were,
3: it was exciting for us at least. Um, look, week <laughs> two was interesting. I kind of thought it was just a traditional week two, bunch of people playing some scrub, good teams playing scrub teams, but it was actually a lot more, uh, exciting and may have led to more questions than anything. FSU goes up to, you know, Naces Boston College, Boston College baby, my God! Which I lost thought to I saw Illinois
2: them. by the way. Lost to Illinois in game in the week one. They
3: they lost Illinois and they beat Holy Cross by three points in the home opener. Holy Cross, the no, notorious juggernaut of college football. I thought I saw Nace in the stands at one point. Uh, you did I, not. I have to say, <laughs> FSU looked like dog shit. We saw them play LSU a complete game uh, looked unbeatable national championship. I saw a completely different FSU team. Now every team has a a game like this. all the good teams have a game that they're supposed to blow out. And and it's a close, close win. They squeak by and I know it was a way, but they couldn't run the ball. Uh, Lots of penalties. The Boston college quarterback ran for over hundred yards on, on their defense a lot of third down conversions for them. Just a really bad BC team. That I, I'm telling you, they were a drive away from winning that
2: game. Go Eagles! Uh, okay. Yeah. Go so Eagles.
3: I, where where is F? Where, you know where is FSU? Well, no more Saturday. They go to Clemson, uh, which is a little bit more interesting than maybe I thought a couple weeks ago. Georgia looked very uh, mortal. Uh, losing 14 to three at half Carson Beck. uh, Didn't even throw a touchdown pass in the game. Just threw for about 280 yards. They looked very beatable. Um, So a lot of, a lot of questions with, with Georgia I've got, I mean, that game was at Georgia too. So I know South Carolina is supposed to be good this year, but they got blown out by North Carolina in the first game. And, I know they have Spencer Rattler, but still, uh, just a kind of a very interesting uh, situation there. This The conference that, honestly, is the most exciting in college football that none of us get to watch because we're on the East Coast is the Pac-12. It continues to be. Michael Penix, I said it, he's my Heisman Trophy. Winner prediction went off again. I'm telling you, the Pac-12 is a video game. These quarterbacks yeah. are putting up unbelievable they're throwing for four or five touchdowns a game 400 500 yards cameron ward for washington state washington state's three and oh. he threw for like five tds uh pennix is unbelievable oregon state's got the clemson transfer um of course caleb
2: Caleb while you're there while you're there let me ask you guys if you know this which team which college team leads the country in Plays of over of ten yards or more per game. That's Talk good about life. explosive teams.
3: It's in the it's in the pack. Tomorrow, Oregon is my prediction. Colorado. I'll go with Washington.
2: Oregon. Try Notre Dame. The Notre Dame
0: Fighting okay. Irish. Really? Wow.
2: Notre yeah. Dame. The sky right. Hartman is making a huge impact on that school.
3: Yeah. No, he is. He had another four TD performance uh, this past weekend. Uh, I, look, the highlight of the of the of the weekend, I think everybody tuned in for was the Colorado Colorado State game. I mean, we already talked about the Travis Hunter. It was incident. like an episode of
2: Ballers. It, <laughs> it, yeah, right.
3: I, I can't get my I can't take my eyes off Colorado. I was I watching Florida Tennessee, and I'm like, oh, the game doesn't kick off till ten. This is magical. Go home, put it on. Colorado, Colorado State, I care about. It's nuts. Um, I will say this. The Dreamins next week for Colorado, they are going to Oregon. who is fantastic. Bo Nix is having a
2: surgery year.
3: They're going to get waxed. never know.
2: You never know. They're learning a lot every game. Every game, they're learning a little bit more. Without Travis Hunter, they're going to get waxed.
3: Travis Hunter going. Their defense is suspect. Colorado State's quarterback threw all over them.
0: I, I think, look.
3: Colorado is a very good. They were they had, they were an awful team last year. They are a good team. They're not great, um, and they got they have USC after Oregon too. Um, did you
1: see? Did was, you guys see sixty minutes with, with Coach Prime? No, last night? I wanted
3: to see that.
2: I what he what he said?
1: That. Who's the best coach in college football? Me. And Prime says
2: you're looking at him.
1: Do you <laughs> have a mirror? I want to I want to look right at him when I answer this question. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, so funny what a character he, yeah we'll see what he says after he gets waxed next weekend uh this saturday huge this is an exciting huge. weekend the first huge. Weekend. fsu Wait. clemson colorado oregon ucla huge. utah how about you osu
2: notre dame
3: Hold, oh, i'm getting there ohio on, state notre dame old miss at bama and let's talk about bama for a second yes in, let's in,
2: please um
3: I've got this game circled as one of the more exciting games on the, on the menu, Oregon state at Washington state. You don't get a chance to watch these teams, watch that game, watch Cameron Ward. He's unbelievable. Uh, Ohio state Notre Dame doesn't get better than that. That environment's going to be ridiculous. Um,
2: Penn state, Penn state's going to be a good game too.
3: Penn state. Yep. They're undefeated. So, Let's let's but let's go back to Bama for a second. Uh, because I want to get y'all's thoughts on this. So Bama goes to USF this past weekend, who is atrocious. Okay. They can't figure out who their quarterback is. They go the guy they started on Saturday didn't finish. They're on their third quarterback now. Their offensive line was, I can't believe I'm gonna say this like manhandled by USF's defensive line. That's like three star players. I feel like it's starting to slip away, right? You're starting what, to see what the, is
1: wrong with Alabama that in two games they're through three quarterbacks.
0: Is it two games? They haven't played three games, have they? They played three games. Three,
1: three, three games. Game on the well, how,
0: yeah, they struggled in week one with middle Tennessee State winning fifty-six to seven. Okay, right. But I mean,
1: really, they 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 were that quick to to pull those two, first two guys.
3: Well, not to mention, look at tech. I don't know if you guys watched the Texas game this last weekend. They're fooling around with Wyoming for four quarters. I mean it was they were it was like 10 to seven. I don't know how good I I don't I I don't know Bama is not a really I've not seen Bama in this situation in probably 10
2: 15 years.
3: And you're starting to see if you go back and it's you delicious, think delicious isn't it
2: we couldn't the only other person who's as happy as the four of us is Pope's dead.
3: When <laughs> right. you think about like their quarterbacks, I mean, you saw like last night, the two quarterbacks on Sunday night football were Bama grads. You got Bryce young, Jalen hurts. Eventually you're going to miss. Right. And that's what, that's what happened. They they don't have this all-star quarterback anymore for the first time in a very long time not Another been outside the of, they've
0: they've not been outside the top 10 since 2015 they lost 70% of their starters last year i think you're right i mean pope would weigh in more here obviously if you he were here but i'm not sure they prioritized the quarterback because the fact that neither of these guys can really throw the ball if you set aside that middle tennessee state game they, they yeah. scored 24 points one week, 17 points the next week. That's not, that's not Bama football. And,
3: and I, I'm telling you, I've never seen an O-line get beat like they were on Saturday. Not an Alabama offensive line. And, you know, I think, look, this is bound to happen. And first of all, think about the, you know, this is the, you get victim of your own success. Think about the coaching carousel there, right? All of these coaches have come in, they've left. And, I just think they're now just they're a very they're a good team they're not a bad team but they're not Alabama great anymore and I I think Ole Miss can come and go in there this weekend and beat them and, and to, they might be out of the top twenty five
2: be, the, the, be the, good Tulane, for football really
0: yeah Tulane uh, hung for three and a half quarters with Ole Miss and I got to to see them up close. Uh, watching that game. They have two star players, a running back and a wide receiver, who didn't play this week against Georgia Tech. This Judkins uh running back and the, the wide receiver, Harris. If they don't play, Bama will – it'll be a cakewalk for Bama. If they play, those two guys are very talented, and I think it's going to be a very good game very close. Very close. We'll see, we'll see if both teams are, are playing healthy. Yeah.
3: Bama's got problems. Um, so anyways, it's huge. This is a big, this is the first real exciting weekend uh, of, of matchups in college football. So we'll see what happens. All right. Go Gators.
0: Roll wave. All right. Who's got a punch? Don't call it a comeback.
2: I think Rooster did it.
0: I, you, should punch, I, you should punch him again.
2: Yeah, he's he's been punched. I got another punch. This is the one I told you that we're going to we're going to have to figure out a, a different name for this. I don't, I don't know what you would call the four of us holding someone down and kicking him in the face until he went unconscious. But that that's what Kevin Porter Jr is getting. Oh man. Former Houston Rocket, they're going to release him or trade him soon. Um I mean this guy is you know again, he's a repeat offender. They knew what they were getting, I think eventually with him. He's only like 23 years old. He's already been arrested for trying to, trying to ass- assault his girlfriend with his vehicle, crashing it into hers while he had a gun in the car and weed. And then, um, you know, he, in 2019, uh, the, the, the Cavaliers drafted him in the first round and ultimately traded him to Houston, which signed him for a four year, 82 and a dollar extension just last october so this again is a guy who's just like hey how do i be smart and protect my investment oh i know i'll try to choke my girlfriend to death <laughs> and break her neck in the process i mean what a what a scumbag this i don't know you know this poor woman who's been with him through both of these incidents i hope she gets some help and gets the hell away from this guy because he's he's a psychopath He he tried to strangle her. He broke her vertebrae in her neck. He gave her a big gash by punching her multiple times in the face over her eye. Um, he, he's just a piece of shit and needs to be kicked in the face, not just punched. Apparently, has been going on
0: with this guy for a long time. I mean, some of the some of the basketball players I've known him since high school since says this guy's been a bad dude since high school. He doesn't belong in the NBA. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't
2: belong anywhere. He belongs behind bars where he belongs. So
1: you said you said he's going to get released. What, is the NBA
2: going to do anything? No, no. The Rockets have announced if it, they want to trade him, if someone will take him. If not, they're going to release him. And he was a good player on their team. The Rockets were literally offering their own draft pick. Right. And, to take,
0: and him to take him yes. away from. Yeah. 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 He
1: just needs to go. Yeah. Any other punches? All right, who's got a lasso?
0: Barbecue sauce. I have a lasso. Oh good. Uh it's a feel-good story about a team. And I, I don't I don't care so much because it's not a National League baseball team, so I can talk about it. Milk's not gonna be very happy about this. Oh, but uh, milk likes to celebrate teams that are low payroll teams that are in small media markets and he celebrates those. So I think milk will join me in on a join in on a celebration for the Baltimore Orioles yesterday in a, in a thrilling 11 inning game, the Baltimore Orioles ended a long, long drought beating the Rays in in, in 11 innings. This team started the season with a 60 million dollar payroll, as second to last in all of major league baseball. They are now at 100 million dollars which would rank them 23rd in all of baseball. They're the 28th media market in in the US. It's a small market and they're playing with a bunch of young guns that developed from their own farm. Mm-hmm. And they're they're playing they're playing baseball the right way in a division that everybody said this is the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Blue Jays, and the Rays to win. Orioles will have somewhere between, I don't know, 80 to 100 losses. And it'll be another year of wait till next year. And here they are, uh, either tied for first, maybe a game up, but they've clinched a playoff spot. And I don't have a lot of good things to say about their owner, but I do have a lot of good things to say about their fans. They're pretty they've been a long-suffering fan base that are pretty supportive of their team in a great ballpark that was the original changeover ballparks of all the other ballparks yep. copied camden yards and um I think it's I think it's a feel-good story for the fans of Baltimore in particular so milk I'll let you put the lasso around Baltimore and celebrate them
3: I assume you're going to give a lasso to the Rays.
2: Right. I have to say, as much as I hate the Rays, mostly because I hate Kevin Cash, because the guy makes his living hating the Yankees, um, I, I have to say, I'm thrilled to death for the Orioles. I've been telling you guys all year, as soon as the Yankees were out of it, I was rooting for the Orioles and the Reds. because I think baseball needs those teams back. Um, but, Jesus, the Rays have a similar payroll And they've had like half of starting, half of starting pitching staff has been out on injured reserve and and our
3: franchise players going to prison. That's right.
2: That's right. And I mean, they still, I don't know how in the hell they may, they've already locked up a wildcard spot and they were in it till the end for the division. So I have to take my hat off to the rays. They they've done a hell of a job with what they had to work with this year.
1: I just want to make one one comment about the feel good Orioles story and the 28th largest media market thing. That's a little <laughs> misnomer there because they steal from the nationals media market. They literally, they literally are stealing from the nationals every season. They're stealing the nationals' media money. So let's just chill out on that because, you know, yes, Baltimore is a small market and and they do have a beautiful ballpark that I have had several very fond memories
2: of going to games at. But, you know, they are a bunch of thieves at the end of the day. Oh, my God. Bison, who was the genius for the Nats who negotiated a deal with the Orioles for a network called Maryland Sports Network? And then basically left it up the Orioles to decide how much they're going to get at the end. You know who?
1: You know who did it?
2: (laughs) Bud Bud
1: Selig when he moved the (laughs) team because the the Major League Baseball took control of the Expos before they moved them. They bought back the franchise, so Major League Baseball executed that. The Lerner family got stuck with that, and the Lerner's we could punch several several times. We're not going. I won't get into that now. Uh, but anyway, I just think that there should be that little caveat there about the small media market, fuckers.
0: <laughs> All right, that was a feel-good story right there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. Who's, who's got? Let's see. It's buzzer beater time. Who's got something for us, Rooster? What do you got?
2: Well, before we get to a buzzer beater, along the lines of a lasso, I would oh. just like to send, extend some warm wishes prayers whatever whatever's your thing to Stetson Bennett I don't know what's going on with him but I've suspected for a while that there was something going on with him because he seems like a high character guy a solid guy and do you remember shortly after the national championship he showed up at someone's doorstep drunk and got arrested um, mm. seemed kind of out of character for him. Like, like something was going on, and now clearly something's going on with the Rams, where they've refusing to say why he's taking a leave of absence. I mean, all all indications are he's having a mental health issue, which I hope isn't true. But if it is, you know, get some help and get well. Stetson, did they release him? No, no, no. They're just giving him space. I think they're mm. doing the right thing. But... Non-football injury list. Yeah. Interesting. He had a hell of a preseason. That sucks. Yep. i right. like right.
3: express my disappointment with um, the city of St. Petersburg, Florida, for huh. coming to an agreement with the Rays to put a freaking stadium there I hate it. I hate the idea. I hate the location. I hope the stadium doesn't look like the mock-ups that came out today. (laughs) That is not a good-looking stadium. I hate everything about it, really. That stadium should be in Tampa where it belongs. And I don't know. I'll see you in five years, I guess, when you finally build it. Screw you, St. Pete.
0: I got a buzzer beater. Um... Following up on last week's buzzer beater about uh the wildcard race, more so in the national league. I I know the wild card is relatively new in the format of three teams, but six teams all with plenty of opportunity to make the wild card race in baseball is nuts. I think you can probably cross off the Giants. I think they have two series, they're two games back of the wild card. They're in sixth, and they've got two series remaining uh, against the Dodgers. And I think the Dodgers are still going to play baseball and they're very good. So I think, I think they got a problem, but the reds have a a cake of a schedule remaining. I think like rooster said, it would be great for baseball. Frankly, I think it's good for baseball. Anytime the Cubs are in the playoffs, they they've been in a free fall and I hope they get it back together. They've lost five in a row. I hope that, that they get it back so they can hold on. They're technically tied with the Marlins right now. Um, and the Diamondbacks have had a resurgence, and they've got this, you know, this guy that's running away with the rookie of the year with Corbin Carroll and the very good starting pitching staff. So we'll see. It's, it is is really, really going to be a fun postseason uh, until the Braves and Dodgers run away with it, whoever wins from the National League. Sorry, Milk, but that's what's going to happen. No one's beating those juggernauts. Um, look,
3: the Braves are ridiculous. So the Braves
0: and the disagree. Dodgers are both ridiculous.
3: Yeah.
1: Well, I got a buzzer beater. My uh our, our long international nightmare is over. Max Verstappen has lost Yes, a Formula One race. Congratulations to Carlos Jr. To yeah, yep. Yeah, uh who hung on in the Singapore Grand Prix. Uh the Singapore Grand Grand Prix being a street circuit and a night course, which is pretty cool. Um, that's a fun race to watch and the Red Bulls just didn't have the cars, uh, both Verstappen and Perez didn't get through P two, uh, or I'm sorry, qualifying to, uh, and so the, the podium was science, Lando Norris and Sir Lewis Hamilton.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, and on top of that, it was a super fun race. Um, I, I was wondering, like. Is that is that what all the racing is like when Verstappen is usually 45 seconds ahead of everybody and we're just watching him and we don't pay attention to all that all this? Or was this different? Because it was incredibly entertaining and not just because Max wasn't dominating everybody else. Uh, It it was just a great race. And George Russell really uh, shit the bed and and blew it. Uh, But there was the strategy was great. Science was brilliant. And it was uh, a lot of fun to see someone other than the Red Bulls on the podium.
2: Yep. Good one. Good pick, Milk. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody else? Anybody got got anything else? I'm going to make a prediction. I'm going to say that by week five of this season, Brandon Staley is gone from the Chargers. No way. Really, and, wow! And I'm also going to say this, which is going to be controversial. I think Robert Sala is not a good coach of the Jets. Wow, he uh, okay. he's Anybody not in any use? danger of being fired because they love him. But he these guys these guys are already out tweeting, pointing fingers at each other after one loss. That they're one and one, and and the teams just, savaging each other. It's it's the writing is silly. on the wall. Yeah.
1: By the way, just to follow up on a story from last week, last week, we we punched uh, Michigan State and Coach Mel Tucker for a, yeah. a uh, sexual harassment situation and news breaking today that Michigan State plans to fire Tucker. Um, so uh, I guess good for them, I guess. I mean, it seems like it took eight or nine months to get there, but I guess they're getting to the right place. So. Uh, just that's just by way of update I still think they should both get punched
3: they should they should have fired him anyways after last weekend's performance
0: right all right guys anything else Next week, except for you milk
3: oh.
1: rivalry, week.
2: <laughs> rivalry. Rivalry, rivalry week rivalry We're week. Got SMQ.
1: the SMQB I can't wait. all right guys have yeah. a good week everybody good I show. can't
2: wait till the Giants play the commanders after the abuse site <laughs> that advice you keep on me tonight. Ah. Oh,